and welcome to episode three of the Geeksters. I'm with your host Ed and Sean. And tonight we are going to start off with uh, what we discussed on the original Secret Podcast episode zero of Star Wars. Yeah, okay. I guess we should start off by saying we're two idiots in a basement <laughs> that are just voicing our opinion. And when the time when the Star Wars thing came out, you know, we all had like opinions and stuff. And I'm not above admitting when I was wrong. You know, very rarely happens. But I'm man enough to admit that I mentioned the fact that I didn't think the three of them, you know, three being Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, would want to be in the movie because they're older. Right. You know, oh, okay, old. <laughs> um, but recently, between the first, the our super secret podcast, Zero, to now, I've read online that they've all three of agreed to actually kind of do it which makes me kind of happy, but also kind of worrisome, only for the fact that I can understand Luke being there as far as, you know, um, head of the Jedi Council, right. Leia being somewhat of a senator. Again, I mentioned I'm leery about an old Han Solo. You know, <laughs> like... I think, I think Harrison Ford's a little bit leery about it, too. <laughs> you know, so we'll see where it goes. Fingers are crossed. I mean, I'm not thinking it's going to be a bad storyline. I'm not going to see... Han Solo stuck in a fridge with a nuclear explosion, <laughs> a la Indiana Jones 4, but, yeah, we'll see. You know, so, I'm sorry, internet people. <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's that, and uh, I have to apologize, I guess, a little bit, too, because I didn't fully understand everything that went on, because we just had that first article that hit, and we read that, and we were, like, blown away by it, and... Uh, so if there's anything that we've missaid, uh, we apologize. No, you know what? I take that back. I don't apologize. This is a this is a show about opinions, and we're entitled to our opinions. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. My opinion may not be right. Your opinion may not be right. And the people listening's opinion might not be right, but that's what makes the world go around. Controversy. If you got a problem with it, post it on our website. And if we find it interesting, maybe we'll mention your name. Great. <laughs> there. No, I get some nice piece. Trying to edit myself. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears a little bit. And uh, over the weekend, you uh, picked up an interesting item. Yes, I did. You are now looking at a proud owner of the Wii U. Wii U. Yes. I, uh, you know. Well, I, actually, to start off, let's start off with the name, actually, a little bit. Wii U. Okay, well, I, I think the U, it's, you know, Wii and the letter U. I think the U stands for we want you more involved in the game. Okay, makes put, sense. Put you into the game because there are, the way the pad works and I'll get more into detail about that it, it mm. kind of does pull you a little bit more into the game okay you know but I think depending on the gameplay that you're actually using like I picked up Mario Brothers because you have to because it's a Nintendo system mm-hmm. not much need for the pad but zombie you you do right <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> today's episode brought to you by Dr. Pepper <laughs> wouldn't you like to be a pepper too so um but that game kind of has more of a, like, the pad that you're holding is also implica- in, involved. <laughs> Trying to use a 25 cent word, screw that. It's, uh, what do you call it? You're actually, it's part of the character. You actually use what this guy calls a, a pad. So where you kind of, like, look around the room and scan for things. It, it actually is a little more, I do feel like, more of a part of a game. Okay. Now, would you say there's a camera? Is there a camera mounted on the pad itself? Actually, there's a camera in the front, so you can kind of like tip a trip yourself. But like in the game, it's London zombie infestation. Mm-hmm. Yay, of course, because that's the popular thing. But you walk into a room in the game, and then you can scan the room using your iPad. The iPad in the game, in the the room in the game, not you mean your the actual Wii, room. The Wii Pad. Yes, right. the Wii Pad. You look at the virtual room that you're in, your character's in the game to look around, to use a scanning option. So it's kind of like a second screen in a way, in terms of, but it's only what that pad sees. It's mm-hmm. not like what the main screen sees on the television as you're looking at it. Well, it, it's a first-person first person view, mm-hmm. so you kind of do, like, your character does kind of mimic holding up the pad to kind of move around the room, and you use the, the right joystick to pan the room. But you're kind of looking more in the viewfinder oh, at this okay. point. So the, the character has the pad. Yeah, with the character him. actually oh, has okay. the pad with him because it's part of the game. Because you need to scan the room for objects, so you're, it's like it's integral to what the, your character holds. Okay. So you're taking part of the character. So, so you're getting more of the feel of the character. Yes. It's more like a virtual reality in a way. In a way, it's very close. It's it's close to like 
But not all games are going to implement it that way. There's the twenty-five cent word implemented. There we go. All right, but like like the I picked up Batman. For okay. Because even though I played Arkham City for the PS3, the Wii added this. It's called the Armor Edition because if you, the more you fight, your suit gets like this power, mm-hmm. and you you just punch harder. Blah blah blah. Plus, you know, instead of having that pause to kind of switch, you know, you want your batarang or your whatever your gun you want to hold for the your character, you just look down the, on the pad and hit a button, and it's right in your hand. Okay. So it's it's kind of more that. Plus, it's also a neat little cool fact, too. Like, when you're playing the game, Alfred kind of talks to you every now and then. Okay. Instead of coming through the TV, it comes through the pad. Oh, okay. So it's like, that's kind of creepy, but kind of cool. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about the system first, because there's two systems. Okay. There's the standard version, it's white. And okay. And it's, you know, it's $300. Okay. $299. You probably can get it cheaper now because it's the holidays. It comes with the hardware, which is about the same width as a, as the Wii is, but it's a little deeper. It's okay. a little longer. Not by much, maybe about two, three, four inches, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and also the pad, the, I guess, you know, the touch pad, I don't know, the controller pad, whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, um, and then, of course, the power cord for the soft, for the hardware, and then there's a power cord to plug into the controller, kind of like how people plug their cell phone into a charger. Okay. So it's a rechargeable pad. Okay. It's not, you know, you're not going to waste batteries or anything like that. Pros in that is the fact that, you know, it's wireless, so you can kind of move around. Con is when that pad battery dies, you kind of have to stop playing to recharge it. You okay. know, or plug it in like you would your cell phone and kind of move around that way. But, it, you know, no one... Now you're tethered to a cord, basically. Right, you know, right. who talks on their phone with the cord attached to it you right. know, at this point. Um, I'm sure Nintendo will come up with something brilliant for that. And that's it. That's, for $300, that's all you get. You okay. got the pad and the software. Now, I was fortunate enough to get the deluxe edition. Okay. Also, too, with the with the standard version, it's four gigs of onboard memory. Okay. So to save games and stuff like that for three hundred dollars. Okay. Eh, you know, price wise, okay, it, it's new system. I understand it's gonna be that price. New technology. Granted, I suggest if you're gonna be if you're in the market to shop for, it, if you can get your hands on the deluxe edition. Go for the deluxe edition because okay. first of all, it's it's three hundred and fifty bucks. So it's a fifty dollars more. Fifty bucks more, but onboard memory is four times. It's thirty two gigs. Oh, okay. So right away, you're getting four times the four four times the amount of space for fifty dollars more. Okay. All right. Plus, it comes with a docking station to actually kind of put the pad on. So like you plug the you get the wire plugged into the docking station. And then you just slide the pad right onto the docking station to recharge. Oh, okay. You know, also comes with a an extra stand, so when it's not plugged in, you don't have to keep putting it back into the plug. Right. You know, so you have to overcharge the battery and let it die right. early. And plus, also if you like, you want to have it across the room, you can just have it across the room. Okay. You know, um, also comes with little foot stands for the Wii, the actual hardware system, so you can actually kind of turn it. Upright, right? Like, you know, the, like the standard weed. Like now. the standard weed has. You know, you could do both ways, but the, instead of it's just like two little plugs, which you know, three extra things for an extra fifty bucks is okay, but it's more than memory. Like, right? I don't know what games. Like, I don't know how many people play games. It's going four games could be eaten up pretty fast. Well, if you have a family of of two children, and you know, maybe in the, and the parents playing as well as a full family system right. type of thing. You're going to be pulling, playing multiple games. You're not going to play just one game. You exactly. Know, kind of thing. And I, also, too, that the, the the controller also can act as a um, universal remote. Oh, okay. Real simple to put. And obviously, like anything else, you get the quick start guide. You hit a button, and you know, like after it goes through the um, setup, it, what's the first letter of your te- your TV? I put. I have an LG 47 inch TV, high def. Mm-hmm. So I typed in the letter L, came up LG. I highlighted it. And it's like, okay, well, hit the up, down arrow on the uh, controller until you see some kind of effect happen to your TV. And in like two minutes, I picked it up. Okay. So it was real like up to date as far as the latest TV. So, which I thought was nice. Yeah. But whether or not I'm not going to be using it going, it's not a universal remote. I can't control my Blu ray player, you know, on it. But I wouldn't use it that, for that anyway. I have, my univer- I have my remote for my TV. Okay. You know, which is smaller. <laughs> you know, right. you don't want this thing. Cause the pad itself is probably about like eight to ten inches in width. Okay. And the screen itself is maybe like seven inches of that. Oh, okay. You know, so it's kind of it's 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 nice. It's whole. It does take a little while to get used to because 
people who are gamers are so used to their muscle memory holding a controller with their thumbs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so you do have to kind of almost relearn some processes. Right. You know, but it, it's not, you're not going to be, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to actually be able to work the games. Okay. You know, um, so like I said, I mean, for, for the extra 50 bucks, if you get your hands on the deluxe ones, plus also too, the deluxe ones comes in black. Right. So it's got the nice, cool-looking style to it versus the white, drab, vanilla kind of flavor, you know, <laughs> of it. But I, I love the system. I mean, I, I think it right now, because it's new, of course, I'm going to be like, oh, I got it. You know, like the games I picked up for when I initially got picked it up on, on the 18th was um, Zombie U, the Batman Armored Edition, and um, I think that was the two games I picked up. Uh, also, too, with the deluxe one, mm-hmm. comes with a game called Nintendo Land, okay. which doesn't come with the standard one. Wow. See, well, well, there you go. You get a game and four times the memory. So right. that's so I getting thought, better. Like, right. So it's like, <laughs> all right, you know what? It kind of surprised me that they wouldn't have, like, I can't understand Nintendo's logic to have that standardized version one without a game, without good memory, versus the deluxe, which has, like, all these, like, little bells and whistles and being black and cool looking. Well, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're looking, you know, like I said, if a family of four, say, and... You know, fifty bucks is a major difference in terms of price because they also have to get games for it. Yeah, the games are. You know, you're not just gonna have one game. You know, like if you pick the three hundred fifty dollars version, yeah, you get one game, which is great. Right. But you're not just gonna play that one game. You're gonna have to get, like, you know, especially with the Christmas holidays coming up. Yeah, and and they did. Nintendo has up the price of their games to now like sixty bucks now. So they're matching the. Yeah, they're uh, matching the the price point of your PlayStation and Xbox games. Which I think is okay, you know, considering the fact it's a new system. Um, the system is in high def. Okay. So it comes with an HDMI cable for both, you know. Oh, comes the, with the cable. Comes with the cable. Oh, okay. So as long as you have an HDMI port in the back of your TV, boom, you're in. Okay. You know, very easy setup because it's, it's Nintendo. Let's say so they're all pretty much plug and play kind of a thing. System, right? Yeah. My one gripe though about Nintendo overall is they're slow freaking connection speeds for their internet okay I, the first thing i had to do that's a brand new system i plug it in already needs an update the really up, update almost took a half hour to do okay i mean and the worst part they sucker you into like thinking like usually on most times they have like estimated time mm-hmm. has like the two zeros the colon and the other two zeros you think oh minutes and seconds this is hours and minutes wow so like i'm seeing oh like you know 10 10, I think a second actually turns into 10 minutes. But that's when it comes to updating games. For the initial setup, for the update for the software, they never gave me a clue. So I was just kind of like, all right, I got my shit plugged in. Uh, I want to play. You know, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Where, where the hell's that? Like, right. Um, but once it, it started up... No, well, I also want to add the fact, yeah. too, about the internet connection you have versus what like some people might have. Like, you have a Comcast... Cable modem, yeah, for your house. Yeah. So you've, as of right now, in terms of the marketing, you have one of the fastest in Philadelphia, I, anyway. I hope so. I mean, I mean, but also too, in retrospect, you are talking to a guy who also has um, an Xbox 360, mm-hmm. a PlayStation 3, right? Now the Wii U. I mean, I have a Blu-ray player that has a wireless Ethernet attached to it, so I can get updates on that. So plus my, you know, my normal computer. So it could be that the modem is kind of overloaded, overloaded with wireless connection. You know, with, but you know, but I doubt it because I never had problems with the PS3 or with the Xbox. I think Nintendo is just slow. Okay. You know, and I'm not really big on the fact that as soon as I buy it, as soon as it comes right off the, out of the box, it needs an update. Like really? <laughs> like wow. Okay. I'm like uh, all right. Granted, whatever. You know, but and then. I needed to, and as soon as, and it happens with PS3 games. The moment you put a PS3 game in, it needs a software update. Right. But with like PS3 or Xbox games, it's like, bam, it's already done. Right. This would take like two, three minutes. I'm like, well, this better be a goddamn good game. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also did, you know, um, today being Tuesday, it's new release day for not only movies, but for video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pick up. Nintendo Land, I mean, uh, not Nintendo Land, Nintendo Land came with the console, um, Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Okay. And Epic Mickey 2. You know, Epic Mickey 2 I'm kind of a little addicted to because it is kind of, I did like the first one. Okay. 
the new one still kind of standard. Oh, look, I'm painting. I'm thinner, painter. You know, for anybody right. who does, it's a it's a cute game, but it can also be really addictive. Oh yeah, because you kind of want to do everything. I'm one of those people that needs to do everything, collect everything. Right. You know, if I can paint it, I'm painting it. If I can thinner it, I can thinner it. Like um, there's no, eh, I'll get to it later. Like <laughs> I know. Um, but I'm also like I'm in conflict too because I did also pick up Hitman and Family Guy for my PS3. Okay. And Hitman's badass game. But uh, that's another. Uh, that's for another time. We'll right. talk gaming and stuff like this. We'll stick with the Wii U. Right. I mean, the system itself is it's nice. It's fun. I think that there's really great potential. I mean, it did leave. When you look at the controller, there are like little extra ports, so you can kind of see add-ons. Like, you know, maybe like a battery pack. So, like, you don't have to keep recharging. I haven't really figured out how long a charge lasts. Okay. But, I mean, even if a charge only lasts, like, three hours, that's three hours too fast for me because I'm the kind of guy that would sit on my ass and play for, like, 12 hours straight in a game. I've been known to do that where it's like, oh, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in three days. I wonder why. Like, you know, <laughs> I've been playing Skyrim. Like, you know, yeah. as far as the games go, like, I noticed that the Mario game... It's Mario. There's, you don't need to be any kind of fancy with it. But you can, like, as you're playing on the screen on your TV, you mm-hmm. can look down and see the game actually being played on the on the pad as well. Okay. Which goes with the fact that, like, if my if it wasn't in my room, let's say it was downstairs in the living room, yeah. and someone went to watch TV, they could turn the TV on and I could still play the game because I'm still attached to the, the console. Okay. So it'd be like, you know, my dad wants to watch, you know, Criminal Minds while I'm sitting there, but I'm on this great level of Mario... I can still keep going while he's watching TV. Because so it becomes a handheld device it, yeah. in a way, and then you can continue playing on. Yes. And then go back to the big screen when when he's done. Done. When he's done. But like I said, it's attached to my. It's up in my room, my man cave kind of thing. Right. You know, so it's not. It's never gonna be an issue. I'm kind of curious as how it would work with a game like um, Zombie U, where you are kind of tethered to the TV and the console, right. the controller, because. The gameplay does require you to use the controller versus, you know, just as itself. Like right. with, with Epic Mickey, I can look down and I can see the map. Okay. So I don't have to push pause to hit the map and just look down and go, okay, I'm right there. I have to get over there. Bang, bang, bing. So I'm never really losing my connection to the game. That's probably where the U part comes in. You know, I'm still involved in the game. Okay. Now yeah. you've mentioned, I think, four titles. Yes. Okay. Do you know if there's any more titles? There's a couple more. Like, I think there was like a Ninja Gaiden um, game. Okay. Um, there's like a uh, Rayman had these like rabbits. Okay. They came out a game. Like I can't tell you like the list of the games that came out because I'm only interested in the games I'm interested in. Of you course, know? of course. But the thing is, my thing is because with the Nintendo, I love Nintendo and their products. But for me, always it's the titles, you know, right. kind of thing. And and. Right out of the gate, they have like five or six titles to launch their system, and it's like, okay, well, I could pick up two or three that I'm interested in, and the rest can, you know, for other families that they might be interested in. But then after a while, it becomes a slow churning as effect. Now I know this time around, Nintendo made a lot more deals with uh, third party. Yeah, because they actually did have an Assassin's Creed Three. You know, um, Wii U version. Okay. But it looked like, to be honest, just the standard game. It didn't look like, because I'm an Assassin's Creed nut. Right. So if they had a Wii U version that maybe implemented that pad, I would have been right on it, even though I'm still playing Assassin's Creed 3 for my PS3, because I do think that that pad is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I want to get more games that involve that pad. Right. So, I mean, like, that's the reason why I picked up the Batman. Okay. Because, you know, it involves the pad. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, I, I want to use that. If it was just a standard game, I'd be like, eh, who cares? I've already played it. I right. played it and beaten it. So, no sense. I'm not one to replay a game. Right, right. Now, the uh, besides the games, like with the Xbox or the uh, PS3, there's more you can do with it, like in terms of movies and uh, getting on the internet with, uh, like doing YouTube and, right. and, you know, Flicksters and all those kind of things. Um, can you do that kind of things with the Nintendo? Already, when as soon as as soon as you look at when you go to like the the me you mina meaverse or whatever the hell they're calling it, where you have your little me, mm-hmm. if you look at your control pad on the on the pad, it actually has a YouTube button, um, an Amazon Music button, uh, a Netflix button. 
So it is, it's compatible to be able to do all that stuff. Like they kind of actually, I would say Nintendo kind of grew up and is trying to play with the big boys now. Okay. Because you do have that access. But for some reason, when I went to the YouTube channel, you actually have to kind of download the software from their Nintendo store. It's not implemented in the hardware. Right. So you have to kind of download like almost like an app for it. Okay. But as of right now, I don't know, I, I couldn't for some reason get to it. Like I would hit the button and like, oh, it's not available right now. Really? Dude, I just I just did a software update. That took me a half hour. How come it wasn't in there? Like Um I also to another thing I was kinda of like a little disappointed at too. Like I know with the PS three I, I lean always lean more towards the PS three because me that's my favorite console. Mm-hmm. Um because my my PlayStation is also linked to my Facebook account. Okay. Now I know you can do that too with Xbox, but apparently Xbox was your money grubbing hungry bastards. <laughs> You actually have to be an Xbox Gold member to actually be able to do anything with Facebook. Okay. And that costs 20 bucks a month. For PS3, it's free. Right. You know, as soon as I get a trophy, boom, it's right on my Facebook page. Yes. You know, Nintendo has nothing accessible for any online stuff, for like as far as Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. They do have their own little online network where you can post that stuff there. I have friends who don't have Nintendo are never going to go, oh, let me see what Sean's playing a game of Nintendo. Walk, walk, walk. You know? <laughs> so then go to like a Nintendo site to actually see if what I'm doing and try to find me in that system. I'd rather just kind of go, hey, on my Facebook page, I'm playing, you know, Zombie U. Mm-hmm. And maybe that might generate a friend to go, well, what's it about? And then you might get a potential sale out of that versus right. somebody who has no clue I'm playing this game. Well, do you think maybe that they wanted to release this like now because it was to me it's behind the time i mean in terms of they went when we were watching the uh e3 and it was I'm, we're talking over a year ago now i mean right. we, this past e3 we're still talking about it but they were looking to launch it back in march right right you know kind of thing do you think that they just didn't have everything ready and they're going to do future release dates of their software and eventually you're going to see it on YouTube and maybe eventually see it, like, for Facebook? Uh, maybe. I think that depends. Like, Nintendo is, is for, uh, the way I kind of look at it, look, I've always seen Nintendo as, we're cool, we're hip, so everything is with us. If you want to be cool and hip, you stick with Nintendo. We don't want to go outside of Nintendo's brand name because it might look bad for us, which is probably the reason why the, in the Wii and the other GameCubes didn't have games like Batman or Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty you know, mm-hmm. they did later on in the Wii, you know, but that was, it's always been like kind of almost PG-ish, <laughs> you know, versus a mature rating for PlayStation 3 and Xbox. It, Nintendo kind of always reminded me of the kid brother that wanted to hang out with the older brothers because they smoked and they cursed, mm-hmm. but they couldn't because they were too busy, had to be home at a curfew. Right. You know, so I think that if Nintendo smart, I think they would it, it, to expand it. Because they have to do something. I mean, I don't. it's not that they're hurting for money, but I do think that in order to kind of compete in today's online, you know, gaming world, you got to have to kind of bend over a little bit and start kind of saying, bend a little bit to say, you know what, if we want somebody to buy a $350 system, it better be able to play Call of Duty 2. Right. You know, and in order to play Call of Duty 2, we got to have the licensings to do that. And I think like most people have, like, like, um, Ubisoft, which does Assassin's Creed 3, did Zombie U. And Zombie U is a pretty violent game. Okay. I mean, it scared the crap out of me a couple times already. Really? You know, and, and I kind of like that. And what I like about that particular game is, too, like, you're a character, and you're going through this little adventure, but you get killed, your character's done. I mean, it's not like, oh, I can just re- reload a save game. What happens is, like... The overall plot is you're trying to get somewhere and haven't figured out where yet because I'm just still basically just starting the game. Mm-hmm. And I've died like three or four times already. But my character dies, and then what spawns at where my last save was at was a completely another personality. Like, I went from a guy character to a female character to from a female character to an African-American character. Like, like it was all like these people, but the, the hook is is that you have a backpack, and you're packing your backpack full of of stuff. Right. Once you're dead, you become a zombie now. So then the next person that you pick up has to follow that track that you just were on and you'll see your last character as a zombie and that zombie will come and attack you. So you actually still have to kill it 
because it's holding your backpack full of the shit that you need. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, and, and like the last time, the last time I was playing, my character got to a certain point and I jimmy this door open and it sets off this alarm which sends this horde of zombies after me and I got my ass handed to me. Mm-hmm. So then my next character walks a, a, like goes a distance to where my character last was, the one that died. Right. And all the hordes of zombies are still there. So now I gotta fight them and my last character to get the backpack, to get all the stuff that I previously got. I mean, it kind of can get kind of annoying. <laughs> But also, it does not it does make me want to play more cautiously. Right. Because you can't go in, kicking a door, and blasting the place apart because you don't even know where the zombies are at the first. Right. Like, some you can avoid by throwing, like, flares or making noise over from, like, throwing something to make noise to kind of attract them so you can kind of sneak by them. So there's no reset in a way in <clears throat> terms of, like, okay, I'm back at the doorway. If I, if I open it up, it will set off alarm. Like, it's already set off. There's nothing you yeah. can do. The zombies are there. You've kind of now blast them all out, yep. survive, get the guy with the backpack, get him, get so you can get your backpack to continue on your journey yes. for the next day. Yes. Wow. I mean, I guess, <laughs> and and like I said, it's it's it might sound a little confusing because you know again I've just started playing it, right? But I mean, I can kind of see myself going, oh, be more cautious. Like I, I like I was kind of sneaking into rooms, scanning the room a little bit with the pad to make sure. Oh, there's a dead body over there. Oh, there's a box over there with something in it, according to the scanner. There's a box over there, but there's nothing in it. So I can kind of avoid going over there because there's nothing worth going over there for. Right. You know, plus there's also a zombie. So let me try to sneak more towards this way to avoid the zombie, get whatever's in that drawer or whatever it's telling me to pick up. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be something important. It could be like bullets. It could be a health pack. It could be anything. Okay. You know, but I mean, I'd say probably right now that's my favorite game out of the, the pack. Okay. And did you play Batman? Yes. I played the, the up to where anybody who's played Arkham uh, City, and if you haven't, welcome to the 21st century. You need to play this game. Like, <laughs> um, I got past just where the Catwoman, I saved where I rescued Catwoman, and I'm on my way to, I just got past seeing Harley. I wanted to play to see my girl Harley the right. first time you see her in the church. <laughs> you know, just, and I, I do kind of admit, though, even though it, the games are now in high def, it did feel like they kind of did kind of downgrade the graphics really? a little bit, like just a little bit. Like if you've never played Arkham City on the PS3, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. But going from the PS3 to the Wii U, there was definitely more of a. It almost felt kind of like cartoonish in a way. Really? Like not like oh animated. It, it still looked the same, just a little softer. Okay. I mean, Harley Quinn still looked smoking sexy. But it didn't look like the PS3 version. I was like, oh, Harley. You know. <laughs> and, so, then, and then after that, I kind of stopped playing the game just because I wanted to move on. Right. Well, how, I mean, how was the gameplay compared to the PS3 version? Um, still played the same. I mean, okay. even though I'm holding the pad. The problem in my head, though, is, is that um, I'm playing, playing the PS3 and the Xbox for so long. I have to forget, I have to remember which is the A button, B button, X button, Y button, Z button. There's a, you got the, um, for the Nintendo Wii U, you have two triggers. Okay. And then two buttons on top of that. And then the four buttons on the pad, two joysticks. So your hands are kind of like, okay, which one's the A button? Which one? Because there's an A button and an X button. And the X button on the controller for the Wii U is completely in a different spot where the X button is on the PS3. So it's like, hit X, my thumb automatically goes down. Right. And that's the B button. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's kind of like, I'm, I'm always kind of doing the fumbling, like looking down, where's the A button? Where's the, and, you know, I have to remember how to play right. in a way. But I mean, still play the same. The fight, you know, the fighting's still the same. Storyline's still the same. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that they added was the pad stuff where instead of having to push pause to get to, like, the Wayne Tech stuff, it's all right there. Just push, and it's there. Okay. And all, it, and also, the, it comes with a stylus pen, too. Okay, so it is a touch pad then? And you yes. Can, okay. Yeah, it's a touch pad. So you're not, like, scrolling mm-hmm. over the joystick and then hitting the A button or something? Nah, like that. No, okay. it's actually literally a touch pad. It's kind of a seven-inch touch pad. Okay. Now, the old Wii... Uh, versus the Wii U in terms of like Wii was more of like you have to stand up swing that 
the nunchuck <laughs> and the and the in the controller type of thing. Did you did you have that kind of feel still with that? Like, well, I didn't have to because um, well, first, I mean, I should mention too that that the Wii U would does play the Wii games. Okay. So it is backwards compatible as far as Wii games concerned, but as far as people who used to use the um, GameCube games that could play on the Wii U, that it's gone. You can't do that so anymore. So the GameCube, if you're playing an old GameCube game, you have to stick yeah, to your old way. Stick, stick with the Wii, but if you want to play like like a Skyward Sword, um, the last Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Skyward, Skyward Sword. Sword. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you can play on there because I did keep a nunchuck, a nunchuck so you you can. It's compatible with that. Okay. So I can you still use that. I don't know how it's going to play with the Wii Pad, if at all, because like, I haven't tried. I'm, I'm assuming that the software isn't updated to play, you know, like, it, the the conversion was in there. You would need a nunchuck to actually play the game. Right, because you yeah. would need a patch, I guess, for the software, I, I for guess. the game alone. I, I guess, but I don't if know. It, if it does work that way. Right, I'm assuming that it, you probably just, as long as you have a nunchuck, you're fine. You can play it that way. Because um, the Mario game, you can play with the pad and through other people, and they can just use the, the nunchucks. Okay. I mean, I'm sooner or later, they're going to have to come out with a way to be able to have two pads. Because all you get is the one pad, and everything else is nunchuck-related. Okay. So it's kind of like, well, if I'm going to play head-to-head with a person, you know, wouldn't it be kind of cool if, you know, you and I were playing, let's say, GoldenEye. Right. And I have my own viewer, and I'm looking at it trying to hunt you down while you're looking through your own viewer trying to hunt me down. Mm-hmm. You know, versus a split screen on TV. Right. You know, where we don't need a TV or it has like, you know, maybe we'll have the split screen, but we're more focusing on looking at that pad going, where is he, where is he, you know. <laughs> um, I think, too, with uh, a couple games, uh, like a sniper mode, you can actually use the sniper, you can actually use the touchpad to zoom in on stuff. Oh, okay. And to back up rather than, you know, on the screen. Screen, right. You know, so, and there's little perks, but I can also understand, too, that this is right off the ground. I'm not expecting like to be blown away. It's cool. I can see potential, like really good right. potential. But I mean, obviously, at the at, would I recommend it to people? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you don't have a game system and you have kids, always go with Nintendo, right? Because they always have kid game oriented stuff, right? If you want to play with the big boys and you want to do Call of Duty or Halo, I mean, I know, understand Halo is. Xbox Exclusive, only, right? Yeah. But if you want to get like a Call of Duty game or Assassin's Creed or even the Batman game, go with the PS3. Right. You know, you, you, it's the same game. And there's nothing, no perks really. I mean, there's a little perks for the Batman. Reading the back of the Assassin's Creed Three, that didn't seem like there was any kind of like, ooh, for the pad, blah blah blah. Right. You know, it didn't make me go. I must get this game. No, the the, the thing was. To going just based on the E3 conference and what they were showing was is that I remember like they were showing a football game and the plays that you ran were the playbooks were right. on the pad itself so I imagine you would need two because if you're playing head to head you would each need a pad I, I guess I mean they did have uh, Madden, Madden 13 was, was one of the release things so Unless, you know, if I'm playing offense, the pad's mine, and then when you play offense, I hand the pad over to you. Right. You know, like, that kind of, to me, is, like, counterproductive of actually being in the game. Right. Where it's like, okay, well, how do I... I mean, I understand that they did, in the in the software, for the you can hide your plays. Mm-hmm. So you can actually push a button, and then it actually makes it on the screen look like you're pushing another button. Okay. But, I mean, if you got the pad in front of you, touch the pad, and he doesn't know, you know, right. you wouldn't know. So I would think, like, yeah, two pads would be great in that case, where you can just go, bink, 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 bink. <laughs> You'll never know what I'm doing. So yeah. I know with my with my nephew playing him on, a, like, Madden, he, he always watched the, the plays I pick. So right. that way he, he can counter it and kick my ass. Exactly, you know. <laughs> and, and, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I'm, anybody who knows me knows I'm not really a first-person shooter. Like, you won't, like, I picked up Halo because... Um, I got it's the newest game. I've never really been a fan of the series, but I heard this game was really good. But most people are addicted by Halo for the multiplayer. I'm not a multiplayer guy. I don't, I don't have a lot of friends that have Halo or an Xbox system. Right. So it's not like we're gonna be going and headphones and microphones going. You're all clear, Caleb. Close thing. Go home. You know, <laughs> it's mostly be me wandering around going, who do I got kill? 
and oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> Who killed me? A 12-year-old. Like, yeah. you know. And then respawn somewhere, just have that same 12-year-old pick me off again yeah. for like 10 minutes. You know, and it just, like, if I ever met that kid on the street, i smack him around. Like, you know? <laughs> and that's why I don't do multipliers. I just feel like I just, I know my level of play. I may dabble in it a little bit. Well, that's the thing. I I, I kind of like I kind of like that going online type of thing, especially with the PS3. Um, one game in particular is the uh, Tron game for the PS3, and you or even for the Xbox, but for the PS3. And uh, I build up my character. You could play that. You could play the uh, standalone version right. and build your character up, build those levels up, and then you go online. You get all these newbies, and you're just throwing that disc, <laughs> just like knocking them out left and <laughs> right. And you're like, yeah, just constantly. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Yeah. You're the guy that's in the arcade playing a Street Fighter Two Turbo, playing Blanca, and just hitting the one button to electrocute you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if I knew that when I was a kid, how many times I got my ass handed to me by some yeah. <laughs> somebody like that. Um, so, out of uh, I say one to ten, one through ten, how would you, you rate it? You love this one to ten. Oh, I do. I, it's it's um, I would again probably probably give it a seven. Seven. Yeah, because like I said, for what's out there now, like if you're going to compare, if I was going to compare the Wii U versus the PlayStation Three or the Xbox, it's still an inferior product. Okay. You know, it it there's really good potential there. Right. But you have to kind of like give it time. Like I mean, I understand like people are loving the system. Like back a year and a half ago, when they were actually doing the E3 thing, a lot of people were like, "What the fuck's this? Like it's not right. gonna, it's not going to fly." But I think that. In the year and a half that it's been, people have gotten used to touch technology, thanks to Apple. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to kind of like second screen stuff as far as doing something here and then looking over there to see the reaction. Right. So I think that it's kind of right where it should be, but where it goes from there, it's anybody's guess. You okay. Know? I just think that right now, like even though the PS3 has the move and the Xbox has got the connect, as far as putting yourself in the game. I think the Xbox Connect probably still superior than the Wii U because you you don't need a controller at all. Okay. You know uh, the Wii, the PlayStation Move, which I have, it's kind of a disappointment. I mean, yeah, sure, it's great if you're playing like you know like a Harry Potter game where you have to have a wand and you're holding a wand. Yeah, it makes sense. Woo! <laughs> Forget it, kiss. You know, like kind of like, you know experimentalists. You know, but uh. As far as the way the Wii U goes, I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm sure that it, once it, like I said, it's an, it's an infant now. Right. Let it see where it goes, you know, and then hopefully, I mean, I, I, I can see, like I said, I keep saying it, I can see really good potential in it, but you have to have the right people who are willing to take the right chances. Right. You know, but, and then just because you're taking the right chances doesn't mean it's going to sell to an audience. Right. Like, people don't like change. You know, when it comes to, like, video game systems, a lot of people are slamming the Wii U because it is a different controller. Well, I'm not used to this. I don't like this. You know what? Give it a chance, and then you might actually learn to actually like it more than just kind of looking at a TV screen going, uh, shoot, 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 shoot. You know, because you actually have to... You do feel people always want to be more involved in the game, but then the moment they are involved in the game, they get scared because it's different from what they know. You know, so I think that if, if you find the right programmer and the right company that's willing to kind of take a chance to it, like, okay, we'll see what it can do. I think, like, that's why I kind of, like, I lean more towards zombie use right now, the games that I do have, that seems to kind of say, what can this pad do? Let's do it all right now. And if it fails, it fails, but at least, like I said, they took the chance, because now, the way I see it is, if zombie U does fail as a game, it still is a stepping point for, like, the next person to try to do it better. Okay. And I feel that way about the system. That's why I kind of gave it a seven because it's like from what's out there versus potential. Like I don't expect it. I didn't expect a ten right off the bat. Right. But, you know, I think a seven's solid. Like I mean, if this was a five star system, it'd be a four star. Okay. You know, but if you want your ten point system. I got to be kind of fair. It's like like seven. Okay. Well, that's a that's a fair assessment. I could say after hearing all that, you know, but uh, it just really comes down to whether Nintendo will give free reign to every third party 
developer out there to make their games. I mean, so far by what you're saying with Zombie U, that they they are letting them that ability. I mean, there is probably the glory factor in there because you said it did scare you a few oh, times. Oh yeah, I mean, taking a cricket back to a, a zombie's head and seeing blood splatter. Oh, that's a nice that's a nice feeling. <laughs> but you know, then you turn around and get bit by another zombie. It kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like seeing seeing blood splatter coming from a Wii game is like a oh wow someone came to play like, right and then you know but then you go oh but they still have Super Mario Brothers they still have you know like the the Raving Rabbits or whatever the hell the game they're called mm-hmm. which are good game like kid party games right but I'm wanting to see that like let's see where you're gonna go with it like you got the opportunity don't blow it right you know which I kind of felt that way about the Wii like you had all this great technology with the first per- first company to actually use um, motion control. It also does, I'm sorry, I also mentioned too, that it does come with a sensor bar. Oh, okay. Versions. So you still need the sensor bar. Okay, so that's still there. That's still there. Um, yeah, I always forget the sensor bar for some reason. It's just like, because I guess you kind of forget, you set it up and you forget it. Right. Um, but you had all this great potential for the Wii U, but it still winds up being like, Oh, I gotta spin it to do this, and I gotta do that, you know. But it's all in the realm of a kid-friendly game, right? Where I think I'm hoping that, like I said, with a game like Zombie U, where you're killing things and there's blood and there's violence, you're going, all right. I feel something happening. Let's just hope you can ride this wave, right? But I think that that depends on how successful Zombie U sells, because if it sells good, sells well. Sorry, <laughs> if it sells well then maybe more companies will look to that and go, we can do it better, you know, and then branch off from there. Yes. Yeah. And then that, that, that's, like I said, that goes down to the third-party developers and then the success for this game, I guess. But, uh, you know, maybe there's another game out there on the horizon. Maybe, you know, 2013 is going to be a good year for Nintendo. Let's hope because, you know, sure. I'd like to see this go on beyond, you know, because I like to see a family-oriented system like that but also good for adults, so it's not just selling right. to one, catering to one thing, right? You know, kind of thing, and that's 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 the whole I, point. I mean, I know GTA, that's GTA Five, which is Grand Theft Auto Five, is coming out in the spring of next year. I really don't see that happening for the Wii U. You know, the Grand Theft Auto has always been kind of like a PS3 or Xbox right. know, game. If Rockstar is able to make a Wii U version of it, then you know, then uh, to me that makes it that makes Nintendo kind of like. Sparn, sparn with the the other two. Right. Not necessarily ahead of them, but now you're kind of all like you just level the playing field. Right. You know. And then from there they could, if they have another title that maybe comes a Nintendo exclusive. Right. And it's an adult oriented game or or mature adult audience uh, game, then there you go. I mean, and then you now now maybe people are thinking, I gotta get a Nintendo versus yeah right, picking got, up another like, PS3. Like, right now, I think they failed in the aspect of, like, Super Mario Brothers. It's Super Mario Brothers, which is a Nintendo staple. And it's the same thing, guy running up, hitting blocks, mm-hmm. you know, collecting coins. But as far as the gamepad concerns, you're not really doing anything with the gamepad differently unless you have someone to play with you. Right. So when you have someone to play with you, you can actually, there's actually spots where you can put a block and to help your person get the coins or take stuff away. But And that, that involves t- the touchpad. But if you're playing by yourself, it's still Super Super Mario Brothers. Okay. So it's not really like it's not a leap or a bound in any way, shape, or form. It's still Mario Brothers. All it's asking me to do is to find a friend to play along with. You know, uh, I don't want to play with anybody. I want to play Super Mario Brothers by myself. That's how <laughs> I played it when I was a kid. That's how I'm playing it as an adult. Me, the TVN. Do 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 do. Boink 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 boink. You know. <laughs> That's it. That's all I need. Like, I don't care what you're doing. You, I, I don't need that block to get where I need to go because I can go a different way. This, you're just helping me out a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my kind of like breakdown of the Wii U. I mean, if you have any questions about it, you know, then feel free to hit me up on, the, on our website, right. know, geeksters.com. Or wordswithgeeks.com. I, we'll get around to geeksters.com sooner or later. Yeah. But it's wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can just hit our Facebook page, you know, with Geeksters. Like us, you know. Um, and then I can answer any questions that way. I mean, that that's for right now. I don't know if anything else you want to move on to from here. But, 
any questions, as always, hit us there. Yes. And, uh, of course, you uh, did see the second episode of Catfish. <laughs> now, you mentioned this in the uh, in our first episode, our first special episode of the podcast. Yes. And uh, you said it was uh, pretty much a, a different episode or... Well, it gives me my Sean's Catfish <laughs> Roundup Week. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same concept. I mean, guy meets girl, girl meets guy online. We fall in love, but we've never seen each other. This episode had to deal with a, an exotic dancer uh, meeting another exotic dancer. Translation, strippers. You know, <laughs> um, girls seeing this guy online for a year, never Skyped with the guy because he's not into technology, you know, but they talk on the phone. Every time he, they try to meet up, he's supposed to live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Every time they try to meet up, he's always going away on business, which I don't know. I mean, I'm, I know a few girls that dance, I've never known any of them to go, I'm traveling the business. Like, right. this guy never seemed to be home. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, and of course, she's got like three pictures of the guy, and he's, you know, your typical rock hard abs, you know, like a 12 pack, ripped as all hell, you know, and she's cute. And, oh, I just want to find a man that's going to love me, treat, treats, he talks to me the way, you know, I should be talked to as a, as a person. He doesn't judge me to what I do. Because he's the same way, you know, like, I guess because they're dancers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, th- in their research, they find out, they, they find the guy that he's supposed to be, and they find his Facebook page. This guy's named Scorpio, because <laughs> he's got this big uh, Scorpio tattoo on his chest, you know. And they find out, like, you know, he's got a Facebook page, but all the pictures that she has are also on this Facebook page, but there's also more personal f- photos, like him at, like, a bus stop, or him doing the classic... Oh, look, I'm in the mirror, and I'm taking a photo of myself in the mirror kind of thing, <laughs> you know, because I'm so jacked, Ugh! you know? And and she has no access to this. She doesn't even know that that Facebook page even existed. You know, all she's got is these three pictures that he's had for a, that she's had for a year. So they do like a little research, and the guy who's supposed to be Scorpio has a different name than the guy who she's talking to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they tell her this, and she's like, well, I don't know now. I still want to meet him because I've, you know, no, where's she reside? She lives in Maryland. Okay. And he lives in Atlanta. Right. So they call the guy, you know, because they have to get permission from her to be able to talk to him. And they call him and he says that he moved from Atlanta to now in Maryland. You know, like it, like Washington, D.C., Maryland. Okay. Where she kind of like is a Maryland, Maryland. Right. <laughs> you know. Maryland, Maryland. Maryland, Maryland. Versus Washington, D.C. Right. So it's like... Okay, and he was living there for a month already and hasn't told her he moved. So right away, this girl's like, I'm thinking I'm going to Atlanta. You're telling me this guy's like not even an hour away from me? <laughs> like, <laughs> and he did say that he was like, um, he told her he had two kids. In reality, he had four. So, uh, I mean, needless to say, like, of course, they go and say, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll meet. And they go to see him. And instead of being this jacked, ripped, you know, stripper of a man, it's, a big guy. I mean, just, you know, like an average big guy. You okay. know, like he's not got, he's not like 400 pounds. I mean, he could be 400 pounds, but he looks like he's like 6'7". Okay. You know, he's like a big guy. Like he's a guy like, you, like a bouncer type yeah. of style. Okay. Bouncer style. Not ripped or not, not muscles, just a, a big guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, nicest guy. I mean, he just came off like who he came off. Like he just seemed like generally nice. He's like, yeah, you know what? It kind of got caught up because... When you and I started talking, all you saw was that picture. That's the person that you were, that you thought you were talking to, and I didn't want to let you down, kind of thing. And next thing you know, we're having all these like great conversations and all. And I, I just never—it's your typical. I didn't want to break. I didn't want to tell you the truth because if I told you the truth, you wouldn't like me who who I am. And of course, she's semi devastated because they're talking marriage and they're talking and they're in love and he's nice to her and he's sweet to her he doesn't judge her by what she does because apparently you know because in her head he's doing the same thing and the guy's not an exotic dancer at all does he say what he did for a living he vaguely said he kind of he it sounds like he's like a wannabe manager he takes people and then like like how he how he met this guy the scorpio guy Mm -hmm. the persona that he took was apparently scorpio sent him pictures to kind of put up on his website to help promote, like, for people who want to become actors or, or be in music videos. Like, he was kind of like, I say he wants to be like a wannabe manager. Okay. Hoping to find, like, the next big talent. So this guy, and he was posting these pictures of this guy, asking girls, what do you think? Like, does this guy have the right look? 
And that's kind of how he got hooked up with the girl who's a dancer. Okay. So instead of just saying, oh, well, I'm just seeing how people react to this guy versus, no, I am that guy. (laughs) (laughs) But he, even himself, he's like, you know, look, I know what I did was wrong, but I got got so caught up because I'm so into you as a person. I didn't want you judging me for my looks. Every, everything I ever told you was true. I do care about you. I want to be with you. Yeah, I lied, you know, and I'm not like he also was said he was 27. He was actually 32 instead of two kids. He's got four kids. He's not married. You know, he was actually single. And that was kind of like a key thing I thought was kind of semi-decent. Like he wasn't cheating on a girlfriend with this girl. He was actually single and actually saw himself being in a relationship with her. And hopefully that one day they would get together. So he wasn't out like sleeping around. Right. You know, he wasn't dating other. He wasn't married. He wasn't dating. He considered himself in a relationship with her. So he wasn't playing the field. Okay. And just like she was doing the same thing, because as far as she's concerned, she was in a relationship with this guy. So she's been waiting for this guy, just like he's been waiting on her. Which sounds great and all romantic. You figure like a happy ending. But in the end, she's kind of pissed off because I personally think that she fell in love with the picture and she wanted the words that this guy was saying coming out of that body. Okay. And that when she saw that guy physically in front of him, and he wasn't a bad, he wasn't an ugly guy. He just wasn't the guy in the picture. Right. That all of a sudden, that that love that she felt for him kind of disappeared. Not disappeared, but there was feelings there. But now it's been like, oh, well, you're not that guy? Again, you, I, want, you want, I want you to look good on my arm <laughs> when we walk in and instead of how you make me feel as a person. Right. And that kind of was like a little let down because it was like, she was talking about like she wanted to be romanced and how she felt like this guy treated her like a person, not as an object. When she finally sees him, you kind of realize that all she saw as him was an object because it wasn't the body that she was expecting. Right. And I was like, yeah, sweetheart, you're a thin line of being a hypocrite. <laughs> Very thin line. <laughs> now, they, did they do a, you know, I know like the last episode they did a like a follow up like, type. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's either they're going to button it on. Instead of it being a year, it was a month. Okay. Which I was like, okay, well, when do you film these shows? Like, <laughs> But they followed up a month later, and the guy and the girl, they weren't together. The guy's single. He's he's more, um, he was living with his brother at the time, so he's focusing more on his career and getting his own place and spending more time with his kids. Her, on the other hand, has decided to not even talk to people online. You know, like not fall for a guy online. And stop being a stop being a dancer and focusing on other career career options. Okay. And of course they met they they of course they introduce her to the Scorp the real Scorpio. Okay. You know, and the guy I gotta be honest the guy kind of came off a little shady because it was like he was surprised at how cute she was because she was really cute. Okay. You know, and he was like and all of a sudden it was like so are you what's your relationship status? Oh no things are just open you know <laughs> where things go things go. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> you, I can tell you right now, this guy's playing her. Like, right. <laughs> and they did say that her and, and that guy, Scribble, do talk every now and then, but there's no serious relationship going on. Okay. Yeah, because I guess because it is online. Right. But it still had that kind of shadiness from that guy. It was like, oh, she's cute and she's a stripper at the time. I guess not at the time, but she used to be a stripper and I'm all jacked and ripped, you know, kind of. It was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You're really better off with the other guy because he actually treated you like a person versus this guy who's looking at a cute girl. You know? <laughs> right. So. Right. That's my, that's my weekly catfish update. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if we'll do this every week, but I just Probably thought... not every week, but the show, like I said, maybe next week you might get one because the next show is in a, a girl is in a relationship with a guy online for 10 years and never met. 10 years. 10 years. Wow, and now I, and, and I'll be honest. I mean, the girl looked like she was like in her mid twenties, so I mean, she must have met this guy like right out of high school or while she was in high school, you know. So I'm like, whoa, ten years and never meeting the guy. I mean, that's kind of wacky. Yeah, I mean, I understand people like have long distance relationships because one's away for work and stuff like that, but ten years and you're telling me you've never dated anyone other than that guy for ten years. Like, like I gotta see the episode to see how it plays out because I can't see someone spending ten years of their life never touching somebody or never, you know, seeing that person. Okay. Like, so you might get a you might get a 
a catfish update for me. Well, we should probably plug the show a little bit because yes. we talked about it. So it's on Monday nights at ten. Well, Monday nights they're changing this up. They're changing it up because I guess they want to try plugging Teen Mom too. It's on MTV. Okay. Which I really feel like I almost feel like a little dirty watching it on MTV because I mean I get my Jersey Shore fix, <laughs> you know. But Catfish really should have been on like a, a I'm going to say a real channel, a like real a, channel. Yeah, like I can see it being on like three, six, ten, like like NBC, CBS, ABC. Hell, I can even see it on Fox. Fox would, would take the show and run with it, but because it's on MTV, I just kind of feel like it's you know. See, I I, I see it more of a, of a Bravo or a, a E or a TLC sure, type sure. show. But you still, know. I mean, they're still I'm going to say more respectable than MTV. Right. True. Because I mean, like I said, they switched. It. Catfish used to be on Monday nights at ten. But now they're changing it to nine o'clock because they want to put Teen Mom two at ten o'clock. It's like really that must be their prime time hour. Probably for, uh, MTV. Or, you know, I mean, I'm like, if you're gonna watch Teen Mom two, and you're a teenager, shouldn't you already be in bed like by, by ten o'clock? <laughs> like, don't you have school in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're like Teen Mom two, I guess apparently not. <laughs> Yeah, of course, those commercials always make me laugh because it's always like this one girl is a teen mom, obviously, because hence the show. Um, she has, apparently, according to the, the promo, she violates her probation by failing a drug test for her work so she might go to jail. <laughs> and her, and the, the hook is, though, and I may actually kind of like, I'm half tempted to watch the show because this girl's mom must be the star of the show because I think she was also in Teen Mom 1. Because she's like, well, you're in jail. Well, you can just stay there. Like, <laughs> this is your life. Stop screwing it up. I'm not going to come bail you out. You can spend the night in jail. And I'm like, way to go, mom. Like, all right. But it's just kind of funny because this girl's like, hey, I'm going to ruin my life. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know what the rules are and you, you, you break them and there's consequences for your actions. You never learn that. <laughs> or you just never think it was going to happen to you. Like, <laughs> which, brings me to the, which brings me to the point. If anybody saw South Park, please, James Cameron, go about and race that bar. Okay. <laughs> and now I got to know. You didn't see that episode? I didn't see that episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, there was an episode of South Park within the last two weeks that um, the uh, uh, Cartman was, you know, Chris, they, they always make fat jokes. Of course. For, for Cartman. And they see these, these people with the, uh, with the rascals type vehicles. So, oh, okay. so he feels, you know, that, you know, he is fat. So he decides to put on a few extra pounds so the so his, his medical insurance can pay for him to buy, to get his own rascal. Oh, hold on for a second. I time out. I got to punch in for a second. Yeah. This sounds oddly like the Simpsons episode where Homer gains weight to work from home. Exactly. All right, but go on. But this is the kid version. The kid version. <laughs> right. Right. So he can get himself a segue. I mean, or uh, a little devil. Right. Okay. So... So now, of course, the whole controversy because apparently, like South Park in Colorado is like the central part of America. That, you know, that's what the right. Matt Stone and Trey Parker think. Anyway, um, that anything happens that makes national news. <laughs> so they decide. Um, uh, so now that he has a rascal, they they of course uh, Kyle decides that that's not right. So, you know, he makes a stand and has to say something. And Token decides, well, if you film him, I'll make a documentary. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, we'll show the world, like, how horrible this is. So the, during the premiere of the, the documentary, it's another show where they're showing. It's called Fatty Poo Poo. <laughs> okay. And, of course, it goes against Honey Boo Boo. Gotcha. So now... <laughs> So well, while this is all going on, James Cameron decides to go out into the world and find the bar to raise it again because it's so low. Oh, God. So he goes to the depths of the ocean to find it. Now, of course, I'm, I'm portraying this episode really badly because it was hilarious. And if you happen to see it on demand, go watch it because it's worth seeing. So at the end of the episode, basically, uh, Honey Boo Boo and Cartman are now fighting in a, in a pile of spaghetti. And Michelle Obama <laughs> is moderating this fight. Okay. And James Cameron goes down and finds the bar and raises it. 
Well, then everybody realizes how wrong this is, and they stop. Of course, they stop the fight. Of course, you know, right. I learned something today. <laughs> so, in, in those words, I'll say again, please, James Cameron, find the bar and raise it. No, sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry. I need, I need that aspect. Jersey Shore final season. I'm still addicted. After I first season, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be the dumbest show in history. Six years, six seasons later, I'm still watching it. <laughs> I love these guys. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm waiting for the spinoff from Snooky Plus One. You know, Snooky Plus One. You know, Jeez. Vinny's getting his own show. I'm like, I, I, really? I, I might look into that because Vinny, Vinny and Paulie seem to be the only two normal ones of the group. I'm sorry, Vinny, Paulie, and Jay Wow would only seem to be like the normal ones of the group. Okay. Dean is a basket case of emotion. Snooky, Snooky. I mean, now that she's a mom, maybe she'll try to she'll tame her ways. The situation is now clean and sober as of taping for like a hundred days in at that point because he was, did have a little substance abuse problem. <laughs> Go figure. You know, hey, hey, MTV, let's take a twenty-one-year-old guy or however old he was and throw him in the height of like turn him into an international star. And when he falls, let's not do anything about it. <laughs> you know. I mean, that's how I see, like, Teen Mom. It's like, okay, you're, are you really helping anybody or are you just, like, promoting this action? Right. Because you never really see them, like, how do I put it? You never really see them follow up on any kind of therapy or any kind of this is wrong. Right. Like, I mean, I understand Teen Moms are, you know, or there's always be a Teen Mom somewhere in the world. And that's not the issue. The issue is how exploitative the show comes across. Because, like, one of the girls from, I think, season one's in jail as we speak. Right. It's like, really? Well, like, at what point did MTV just go, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling? <laughs> you know? It's just like, at some point, I back when MTV used to be music television, now it's, you know, <laughs> God knows what the M stands for now. <laughs> Moronic, <laughs> probably. I mean, but you know, as far as Jersey Shore goes, I love. That. I can't believe I, I fell in love with those guys. They're they're a part of me. <laughs> like every time I say, I think we got a situation going on. I just think of the situation. Hey, yo, we got a situation going on. You know. Well, we still laugh at work when every time somebody says the word situation, because exactly. you know exactly what you think about, like right away. Right. I mean, the guy put himself into the lexicon of the world. I mean, of pop culture. Just by calling himself the situation and being a complete douchebag. You know, <laughs> if he was a great gentleman, number one, if he was a great guy, he wouldn't have been on the show in the first place. Right. You know, and you kind of feel, I do feel like a little bad for him because he did get the substance abuse problem. I mean, I'm happy that he turned his life around. Right. And that he's still on the show for this final season and he's been clean and sober for 100 days. That's great. And I'm nothing against him for that. But I kind of feel like maybe if it wasn't for that show, he wouldn't have been in that position to start off with. And then I don't think MTV really is responsible for his cleanup. I mean, he probably did it on his own. Yeah, yeah, he probably did it on his own. MTV just took this guy and was like, oh, he, he's, well, we're not responsible for his actions, what he does when we're not filming. You kind of are because you threw him into a situation, <laughs> no, <laughs> no pun intended, where, you know, you're a 20-something guy going to bars and chicks see you on TV. They're going to want to be with you and guys are going to want to be your friends and, you're going to want to not piss anybody off. So it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that Coke for you. Or, oh, look, a pain pill kind of thing. And right. You're like, and then he falls, you know, he falls so far down that he actually winds up in rehab. It's not like MTV said, oh, we'll pay for it. Right. You know, it's probably some that he's probably paying all of his own money. Granted, he's probably making the money he gets from his appearances because of the show. But still, it's like that, that, that horrible circle of life kind of thing. Like, you create the monster, and then the monster eats itself. You know, it's like this non... Eh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Trying it all deep and metaphysical, and it's supposed to be sort of a goofball show. <laughs> so I think that kind of wraps up our show this week. Aww. Aww. You don't have anything else you want to add to the mix? <laughs> I think you're doing fine on your own. Oh, <laughs> Anything you want to ask me? If not, I'm just asking. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Guess we'll call it the night. Well, you know, again, if you find yourself using frack in a sentence, you might be a geekster. <laughs> <laughs>
That's my new thing. It's going to be like, you're, you're like a redneck. <laughs> if you bitch that Han Solo shot first, you might be a geekster. <laughs> if you know what TARDIS actually stands for, you're a geekster. <laughs> it's not you might be a geekster. No, you, you are. are a geekster. If you know what TARDIS actually stands for, you're a geek. Wear that, wear that label with proudly. All right, now I have to ask that question. Do you know what's <laughs> Not a clue. I mean, I do know it's time and dement, T-A-R, time and relative distance in space, I think. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's something we're going to have to look up now and uh, hopefully no, get for the... No, don't even bother. Because I'm, I'm, you know what? If you know it, post on our damn website. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. That'd be great. You know, I, I'd like to see somebody actually post something on our site and, <laughs> you know, go, right. you jackasses, this is it. <laughs> this is what TARDIS stands for. You watch the show. <laughs> I do watch the show. That's what's the sad part. But it's not like every episode they go, TARDIS, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know? Right. You just go, it's a TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, well, with that, we'll say goodnight. <laughs> goodnight, everybody. Goodnight.